Hey everyone, this is Bob Leahy at Life Church in Chico, California. Welcome to the Midweek Pastors Podcast. This is a way for us to go beyond the sermon through conversation, questions and answers, deep dives into topics, and interviews. Whether it be in your car, at the gym, or hiking in Upper Park, we hope that this podcast really encourages and equips you wherever you're at. Hey there, Life Church. Pastor Chris here, along with Pastor Bob Leahy. Hi, Bob. Hey, how's it going? Going good. Hey, today we're going to continue this discussion of the spirit-filled life, specifically what we read in the book of Acts. And so, in my opinion, you did a stellar job in from the pulpit talking about Acts chapter 2, specifically what the people were doing with this new life that they were given. And so, let's go over those again. They were devoted to... Here's the test. How good did I do, Chris? Do you remember? Yeah, yeah. Hey, let's see if I can remember. It's easy for you to quote them. No, <laughs> they were devoted to the apostles' teaching. They were devoted to fellowship, devoted to prayer, and devoted to breaking of bread or go. communion. Yeah. And that would be a good question. Was it that they were devoted to having like what we have on Sunday mornings, Holy Communion? Mm. And or were they devoted to like literally sitting down and having food together at a yeah. table, you know, that type of yeah, bread. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I think we, we were talking about this a little bit earlier, and, you know, you mentioned how the culture was there and how the women were kind of segregated from the men. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, during meals, this this time of breaking bread is really in the household, and they would come together and they would all participate and join together and sharing a meal together and breaking yeah. a bed and working together to, to have, have a meal mm-hmm. uh, of some sort, which I think kind of goes hand in hand with fellowship as well and being with each other. Um, it's kind of a um, response, I think, mm-hmm. to fellowship. is It's one of the ways you can do it is at a dinner table together, breaking of mm-hmm. bread. So. But do you, so one of the things I want to talk about today and we were just talking about it, is the spirit-filled life really is the first part of Acts, you know, Acts chapter 1, 2, 3, all the way uh, until we read about in 7, where eventually, you know, we start talking about Paul and Mm -hmm. what happened to him. But there's this thing that happens in a shocking way, tongues of fire come resting on people's foreheads, they start speaking in tongues in an evangelistic way, you know, there, it wasn't just, it wasn't necessarily prophecy where somebody spoke in tongues and then somebody interpreted. It was literally, they were speaking in tongues and people were hearing the gospel mm-hmm. for the first time in the language that they spoke, whether you're Macedonian or whatever. But then there's this focus now on the community of believers. And that's what you did a really good job of, of saying, this is what they did, but it wasn't just because they had to, they were supposed to do it, because, or else they'd be in trouble. <laughs> you use the word, and, and it's from the Scripture, but this uh, attitude of devotion. Yeah. So this is maybe, uh, I'm putting you on the spot here, but is being Spirit-filled, does it create devotion? Does it motivate us to be devoted, being filled with the Spirit? then causes this type of behavior. Yeah. I think it makes it a lot easier. I think there are individuals who um, just naturally are disciplined and can easily devote themselves to things. Um, But I think definitely what we saw in the church at that time was this 
empowerment by the Holy Spirit. And those things kind of came out of, of the Holy Spirit leading them. And, and you read about that, that like koinonia is, is, is fellowship that came about out of the Holy Spirit. And, yeah. and so I think that, yeah, absolutely. The Holy Spirit really empowered them and, and it definitely helped to start to birth those things into the, the church at that time. And, uh, I think for us today as well, like, man, if, if, you're struggling with your study, the apostles' teaching. If you're mm-hmm. struggling with prayer, invite the Holy Spirit in to empower you to to help make those things easier in in your life and and even fellowship. Like I know as as a male, I'm I'm kind of a a little outlier in that like <laughs> fellowship and breaking of bread, like all that is is easy for me. But I think most men can struggle with, you know, being around others and being vulnerable and opening up and sharing and just being real. We usually have this kind of guard up. And so, um, I would challenge you men, Mm -hmm. invite the Holy spirit in on that and, and see, see what he can do and, and what he'll do with you as far as fellowship and, and, um, having others around you and, and going on this, this walk and this journey together. Yeah. So I think that people just assume sometimes it's not a bad assumption that because we're pastors, man, we're just brimming with devotion and passion to read Heck the Word. No. <laughs> and, but that's where, no, you were really transparent <laughs> in your sermon, and you said, hey, guys, this is an area that, you know, being devoted to the apostles' teaching, I got to work on that. Mm-hmm. So yes, by working on it is literally sitting down, opening up the Bible and reading it. Yeah. But at the same time, like you just said, you, Pastor Bob, look to the Holy Spirit and say, I, I, I need your help here. I, I need you to, to fill me because I lack what, discipline yeah. or, or whatever it is. I absolutely have to do that just the way my life is right now. Uh-huh. Two young kids, a wife, both of our, our schedules are flexible, um, which I think a lot of people see as a benefit. I see it not as a benefit <laughs> because mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's challenging if, it, if I'm used to a nine to five Monday through Friday and I can, uh, s- schedule a time for devotion in that. Mm-hmm. And, and you're right. Like I, I am not a super disciplined person outside of that. Uh, and so flexibility, if I don't have it built in, I'm not gonna, not gonna be able to do it. And so mm-hmm. I really do lean on the Holy spirit in empowering me and, and giving me the promptings and the the desire and the passion for, for the word of God. And that usually helps me more so than me trying to white knuckle it and, yeah, and really yeah. push through and, <laughs> and have some strict disciplined schedule of, of reading the word. I find myself leaning on the Holy spirit more, uh, to really, and you know, enjoy the journey, enjoy the process and, right. and have the scriptures kind of, uh, pop out at, at me a little bit more in different ways um, as I invite the Holy Spirit in. It's not just a study time. It's a this is my time with the Lord, and and yeah. and I'm passionate about these things, and and so um, yeah, that's that's pretty much how I, think how I try to go about. Our but our struggle as human beings is we we tend to be devoted, motivated to do the things that are really fun that we really enjoy. Uh, obviously, I can, if a person has a hobby, you, you know, or you brought up the great illustration of you love music and you love mm-hmm. specific bands you love to go. So 
when you went to that outdoor concert in over a hundred degree weather yeah. and you stood out there and uh, endured that, it, it was easier, it, even though it was difficult. I don't know that I could have handled that, Bob, but it was like, hey, but I'm going, the reward is I get to hear this band mm-hmm. that I really, really enjoy uh, versus um, you use the illustration of, <laughs> hey, what if we had next week's church service out in the park in over a hundred degree weather. Yeah. And it was youth Sunday. Yeah. So it wasn't necessarily, we had this, you know, pastor Jeff or a great speaker. How many of us would show up early, be there the whole time? Yeah. That would be, if we're going to be honest, we'd be less devoted to do that. Yeah, totally. So where the, the, where then the Holy Spirit makes up for our lack of desire yeah. is by filling us with desire, conviction, dedication, uh, selflessness, mm. all those things. Mm-hmm. And that's where we need this if spiritual life more than ever Yeah, in those moments. Yeah, I agree. It is, it is challenging. It's hard. I, I think something I did share on Sunday, you know, is the question is, is our culture out devoting us? Yeah. Like, are they, uh, are, are we devoted to things, uh, you know, more than we are to, to the ways of the Lord or what God asks us to be mm-hmm. devoted to? And I have to look at my own life in that and ask those questions, how much, you know, time, obviously I work for the church. So, mm-hmm. um, it's kind of, I have a built in devotion, I guess you would say, but, uh, you know, I, it, it's, I, I go, I can go to events like concerts like this and, um, see people's passion and their energy and uh, their devotion. And it just stirs something up in me mm-hmm. where yeah. it just ignites my calling a little bit more because I think of that each individual and I go, man, what you could do for the kingdom of heaven is yeah. it, it, with that passion and that zeal for, for just this band right. plays music. And yeah. To be honest, they're not, that great of a band it's just a band yeah um <laughs> if you had that zeal for someone who gave you life eternal life gave mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. freedom gave you like what what could you do and so i i like to be in those environments because it does stir that up in me a little bit um but at the same time it, it helps me to pull back and evaluate my own life and say, wow, I do, I have that same passion and zeal for the things of God. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and that can be a pretty convicting question that I ask myself. And so, but I, I think it's only by the power of the Holy spirit that, um, I can push through in times when, you know, normally right. it, it's, it's strange too, because, you know, if, if we decided next week to do Sunday in hundred and something degree heat, and yeah. I believe this is because I live a spirit filled life, I would totally be there. Right. I would right. roll my sleeves yeah, up. Yeah. I probably wouldn't even think anything of it. And some people might say, Oh, that's because you work for the church. Well, mm-hmm. uh, if you knew me before I worked for the church, you would say, yeah, he would, mm-hmm. would probably be there and roll his sleeves up and do that. And right. it's, it's not out of anything I think other than the Holy spirit really, just building that into my life. Mm -hmm. And I think that if you're listening, there's probably a question of like, okay, you're talking about the Holy spirit 
fulfilling you and leading us right. in this life. Like, what does that even mean? How does that practically practically work for you? And so, Chris, how does that work for you? Well, like, and right? it, like, no, but I think it's a perfect illustration of how when we we recognize our lack of devotion, sometimes we'll do things because we just you know love the person. So if it's our our child is playing in a baseball game, yeah, in in July and it's a hundred and four degrees outside or whatever. I've been to a, a field hockey match, mm. you know, where we're baking out there in the sun, but you know, our little friend is out there. She's, you know, uh, a freshman and she needs the support. So he did it out of love. If you, if you had, if you interviewed me and said, are you enjoying yourself? I'd say, <laughs> no, I can't wait till this is over. Then why are you here? because of my devotion for that individual. Mm-hmm. So sometimes our devotion is based upon love and this and that. Yeah. But we we can't depend on that all the time because even if I say I love somebody, if I'm in a bad mood mm-hmm. or whatever it is, I don't care how much I love a person, I can I can still succumb to my emotions or my feelings or whatever. So when we say yes to the Holy Spirit, this whole idea that in Acts that we've been talking about is that Jesus said, okay, guys, I'm leaving, but you guys are staying. And not only are you staying, here's your assignment. Yeah. I want you to take the gospel to Judea, Samaria, and to the uttermost parts of the world. They're like, oh my gosh, you want us to go to those places. (laughs) But he says, that's okay though, because I'm going to send you the Holy Spirit. I'm going to send you the promise of the Father. And so when we think about being filled with the Holy Spirit, it isn't just, oh, I want this great feeling, and it is a great feeling, or I want to be baptized in the Holy Spirit, meaning I want his power to come on me. That's a great thing. But we have to associate it that it happens in order to do the things that God is asking us to do. We are as ambassadors, we are as emissaries, we are as missionaries. We are the the voice of Jesus in the world now. We are Jesus with skin on. And we go, oh, in order to be that person, I need the Holy Spirit, or I'll never pull it off. I'll just, mm-hmm. it, it won't happen. And so this whole idea of devotion is in order to bring about what Jesus uh, inaugurated, what he yeah. set into motion, the kingdom of God, the power, the rule, the reign of God, and so when we get filled with the Holy Spirit, guys, it isn't just an event. It is unto a reason. It's unto mm-hmm. a purpose. I am being Spirit-filled so that I can be the light of the world, the salt yeah. of the earth. I can be the, the best father that Jesus could help me to be. I could be yeah. the most loving person. I can do these things because I'm filled with the Spirit. Yeah, and you know, what do we hear the Spirit as is being termed as the helper, yeah. right? And right. Yeah. So you know, Jesus, we we continue Jesus's ministry, but Christ knew we couldn't do it alone, so He sends His Holy Spirit to yeah. walk with us and empower us and be, be in us and be our helper to do yeah. the things that are are tough sometimes, like. I, I can only tell you, like, me giving sermons, it was my second sermon, whatever, like, it's the Holy Spirit. Like, right. I yeah. I don't want to do, I don't want to preach sermons. I do not want to <laughs> do that. Like, that is not something that when you ask me, it's on the top of my list. It's on the, it's off of my list. So, yeah. um, 
only by the Holy Spirit am I able to go up there and do it. And then I'm like seeing the fruit of it and going like, it's only God. It's only the Holy Spirit because this guy up there, I'm a business major because I took the easy degree at school. (laughs) I do not like public teaching or public speaking. I do not like teaching. I, I, as I said on Sunday, I'm a doer. So like, uh, it's but only it was, by the Holy Spirit. Yeah, but it was obvious, Bob, that you were in tandem with the Holy Spirit while you were teaching. And the reason I can say that is because I know you as a person. I know you in the pulpit, out of the pulpit, you know, those type of things. But, you know, being in the ministry as long as I have, I can tell when a person is kind of in the zone, mm. not like, oh, they're uber confident. It's they are in tandem with the Holy Spirit right now. They are literally synchronized mm-hmm. with the Holy Spirit. They, yes, you're having your own organic thoughts. You're preaching, you're teaching, even though you're uncomfortable with it. But the reason you were able to do it at the same time with confidence is that you knew yeah. that the Holy Spirit was literally the comforter, the helper. He had his arm around you and he was just navigating you, yeah. leading you, and guiding you. That's an amazing experience. Yeah. So, even isn't it your favorite? I'm putting you on the no, spot here. <laughs> Wouldn't you say that that's a pretty awesome experience? It is pretty awesome. I think something I experienced just this past Sunday when I spoke was on in third service, I when I was talking about our culture being individual, individualistic and hoarding and collecting and building up, I said something in that service that I didn't say in any other service. I said, I think it's out of fear. Mm. And then after service, I had someone come up for prayer and they said, you said this word that you think that this is out of fear. And he's like, you nailed me on that. Wow. Like I am building up wealth. I'm chasing my career and it's out of fear because I used to be homeless mm. and I don't mm. want to go back to that. And so yeah. I have this fear that I need to, and it's, I'm sacrificing things that I love to, 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 to keep from that. that yeah. And it's out of fear. And I was like, well, I didn't say that the other two sermons. So that was for you. But that's where you say, "Wow, Holy Spirit!" Yeah, and that's and that's what we want to just communicate to everyone listening is like, look, you know, yeah, it worked. It works in the sense of for you while you were in the pulpit, but it's going to work while you're at home trying to resolve mm-hmm. a conflict with your children, while you're at the works, where you're at your workplace dealing with things uh, in a staff meeting, uh, being confronted or accosted by a homeless person. Uh, which happened to me recently, you know. <laughs> Man, uh, I'm dealing with my my grandma's estate right now, and we're meeting with lawyers and real estate agents. And in those conversations, I'm just like, Holy Spirit, give me discernment. Yes. Give me discernment because yeah. I cannot, I've never done this before, and I cannot discern what I need to do. Yeah. I need your discernment, God. And um, so far it's been helping. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, but that's the thing. It's like that, and this is what we're really trying to communicate to everyone in this sermon series, this is the result, what we're reading, when we read these stories, when we read these outcomes, this is what happens when the Holy Spirit fills people. This is what they do, because we're going to go on to talk about the, you know, the first uh, uh, deacon team that was headed <laughs> by, by Stephen. Uh, you know, these guys were put in charge of the administration of the church community. Totally. But yeah. one of their number one uh, characteristics that they needed on their job description, if you will, was 
being filled with the Spirit. It says yeah. these men were charged with administration, but they were filled with the Spirit. And Stephen, who's the head deacon, goes on to be the first martyr. Mm-hmm. You know, he's stoned to death uh, because of his amazing testimonies, amazing evangelism. And so this is where we're going with this, folks. And this is why, again, if you are just waiting to read the book of Acts for that specific specific Sunday morning sermon, don't. I need you to go back, reread, go back and read the book of Acts, read it slowly, think about it, meditate on it, and then say, how could I get the Holy Spirit into my life so that I can be devoted to the teachings of God, the 66 books in the Bible, how I can be devoted to hanging out in Koinonia Fellowship, how I can be devoted in prayer and praying with other people, not just praying by myself, <laughs> and how I can be devoted to fellowshipping in the in the area of breaking bread, whether it's communion Amen. or having somebody over to my house for a barbecue. Mm-hmm. So yeah, do let's, it. Let's do that. For Amen. Sure. Amen. All right. Thanks for listening, folks, and we will talk to you next week. Peace out. Peace out. Thank you for giving us a listen to this week. If there is anything that you'd like to hear on this podcast in the future, if you have questions, or if you'd like to hear us interview someone, please send us an email at info at lifechurchchico.org. Have a blessed week.